We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The desperation is palpable out in Anaheim. That and a whole lot more coming up on the Friday edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of Rotowire.com here with FSWA Hall of Famer, 2019 TGFBI overall winner, the great Todd Zola. Todd, how you doing today, man? Palpable. I know what you spent your week off. You were reading the dictionary. <laughs> that's not a. That's not that big of a word. No, it's not. I like. Kind of just use... came up with that on the fly, but no, it's good. I've been using. I use palatable a lot. When when a guy's strikeout rate is you know just palatable. good enough, yeah. I will write as palatable. So it's mm-hmm. similar page in the dictionary. No, I'm just being silly. Well, yeah, I bring that up because the Angels today. I so I brought up Nolan Shanuel called up less than six weeks after they drafted him. The Angels have kind of done this in recent years where they expedite guys, but this is a new level. We haven't seen a promotion this fast in decades. Uh, pretty wacky. I, you know, I don't really know that it's fair to him, but uh, you were mentioning to me before the show, like his play discipline, pretty impressive. So maybe, maybe he can hold his own. Right now, the question is: Is Shenuel a CJ Crone hedge? Is he a, I don't know, showcase to Otani that we're still trying or? Hey, this guy's pretty good, and he'll be on the team next year. You know what? What's the purpose of this all? Feels so, like a last ditch effort because there's yeah. seven games back of a wild card spot, right. and if you two look, games under five hundred, you know you look at their. If you find a site that has a RotoWire, if you look at RotoWire, we got depth charts from we got depth charts being as uh, Eduardo Escobar and Mike Moustakis. I mean, there's a bunch of old third basemen that we have as the listed underneath Shanuel and Crone as the first base uh, jury as the first base uh, backups, whatever. So there's, there's a spot, right? There, there's a spot for him. So, and what they DFA'd Walsh, right? They DFA Jared Walsh. That was a, yeah, a while ago. Who's going to be their guy. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's a combination of, it, of, of all this, these sort of things and that, 
I think there is a little Otani in there, but heck, they need someone. And, and you know, let's bring him now. Fantasy wise, wow. I mean, we're gonna have a little bit of a hint because I believe that the Angels are gonna see three righties over the weekend. So if Shenuel is in the lineup all three games, I think at you know, worst case scenario, we're looking at a platoon, at least while Crone is hurt. If when Crone is healthy, we'll have to see what the Angels are going to do. But we'll have, you know, it's we'll have a little bit of a hint what to do with him come Sunday night in Fab. Yeah, because he is a left-handed hitter. So yeah, right. his, uh, right. inclusion or lack thereof in the lineup this weekend will be telling for sure against those uh, righties. Yeah, just 21 games as a pro under his belt for Shanuel. Uh, pretty amazing to see this. You know, I, I feel like it is kind of unfair to the player. And look, I if you I were a professional athlete, which I clearly am not, but if I were a professional baseball player, I'd you know why would you ever want to get drafted into this organization? Because it seems so short sighted. Uh, do you think maybe they changed their philosophy? You know, once this Otani window closes, because this does not seem like the best route for player development. I think it all revolves around Artie Moreno. Mm-hmm. And is he going to be the owner? Is he going to, are the angels, do they retain Otani and then c- continue to try to work towards a championship with Trout and Otani with Moreno still owner? Or if they lose Otani at the end of the year, is that sort of a sign where the, the team is back on the market and then all bets are off, right? Then it's just, a, you know, who, who buys it, et cetera. So, I mean, is there a I mean, I, yes? There's a better place. You know, there's there are better places. Well, everybody. Some people may think, you know, Cleveland, Detroit, and Boston are better places to live than than uh, Southern California. But you know, the location's pretty nice out there, weather-wise, etc. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, and it's for, probably for their you know to their credit, it's probably better to be in that organization than say the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah, so no, the point being, we don't know what the Angels' direction is, which is an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably more of an issue for an incoming free agent right now. But um, we, don't, we don't know what direction. I mean, if I'm drafted as a 21-year-old into the Angels, I'm not complaining. Uh, I think, you know, it's like, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better. And then in a year or two, this is all going to flesh out. All right, I mean, we haven't seen a promotion this quickly since – a young stringer named Clay Link was promoted from, you know, stringing to actually heading up part of the baseball department. It worked out well for you. You know, they well, wire took a chance and it paid off. So who knows? It could pay off for the Angels. I was part-time and I was in the minors for three years. <laughs> well, I, this guy was in the minors for five weeks. Well, you know, if you count Cape Cod League, I had, you know, Mitchell, <laughs> I had, to, I had to find the translations for the Cape Cod League to project this guy. It's it it crazy, you know. Um, I probably saw him play at, on the case. Yeah, you might. But I, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, you see how little I actually pay attention. No, I pay attention to the games, yeah. but I don't, I'm not sitting there with a notebook and, oh, this guy's in the bucket or he can't handle a curveball. Sure, I'm not watching yeah. some baseball. So I may have seen him play on the Cape, but um, anyway. Big boy, six foot four, 220 is listed. So yeah, he might have stood a, a, out a little like, bit, but it sounds like just in cases. But anyway. Yeah, so making the jump from Double A, only sixteen games at Double A. We'll see what he brings, but a nine fifty five OPS in that small sample. 
just a really interesting story because it does seem like the Angels are just kind of throwing everything at the wall, seeing if they can't make this final push. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Disagree with it or not, it's their kind of organi- organizational philosophy that I they've mean, had now for several years. And it, and it could be a way just to get themselves a look at this guy and all right, we are going to go for it next year. Otani signs. All right, first base is taken care of. All right, maybe he wasn't so great this year, Shanuel, but he certainly looks like he can do the job next year. And it, and it you know, I mean, because they may be a little gun shy after Anthony Rendon, and we could spend the next hour uh, trading off Angels' failed free agents. Uh, true, true. So maybe the little gun shy bringing in. So, well, all right, check off first base anyway. Thought they checked it off with Walsh, but, uh, but anyway. Um, well, they held firm at the deadline, and now they're bringing up all the all the guns they have. So, yep, they're bring, putting all their chips in. Twenty uh, one year old Nolan Shanuel, go get him, kid! Uh, thrown into the <laughs> deep end, he'll have to learn on the job. But kind of a light week it, as far as pickups go in the Rotowire Stake League this week. Uh, Pablo Reyes from your Boston Red Sox, actually the top pickup at three bucks, tied with uh, the over. Leover Pagero of Pittsburgh. He was picked up for three. Uh, Jonathan Aranda down in Tampa Bay. We don't know exactly what's going on with Wander Franco, but we will, of course, keep you updated as developments come. But uh, Aranda picked up for two. Zach Thompson for a buck. Uh, Nelson Velasquez for a buck. Wade Meckler, another young guy recently promoted. Uh, the Giants, they're just a team that you know, offensively really seems to be struggling, scuffling as you, uh, I, I'm tapping <laughs> I just made out. you cringe. No, not time. anymore. Um, I'm tapping out. It's oh, actually in out. one of the dictionaries. As, oh, wow. So it's, it's one of those words that is misused so much. It's become accepted. I am now working on fewer and less. That's a, probably a better battle. I, I gave up the battle on irregardless long ago. Oh God. Yeah. Irrespective. <laughs> Irreg- yeah. Yeah, so if you can count it, it's fewer. Okay? Yes. There are fewer than two outs. Mm-hmm. It's not less than two outs. So that is my yes. my, is my crusade uh, right now. It's fewer and less. Anyway, let's... That's a let's, good battle to fight let's spend because few, that one is important. Let's spend fewer time on this. Um, less time on this <laughs> and more on players. Well, Wade Meckler, I, you know, I don't see a ton of... No. Reason, I guess, you know... Matos wasn't even terrible. Outfielders are getting pretty murky right now. Um, Nicky Lopez at a $0 pickup. And then I actually added Von Grissom. Just I'd had Miguel Vargas on my bench. Grissom's now up with Albies landing on the injured list, although Grissom not on in the lineup today, Friday. So um, doesn't seem like he's going to be a priority in the lineup. No, but this is about the time last year where he was picked up and – or called up and did some work. So um, my tout wars team is terrible, and it's a lot because I've made bad decisions and I've been unlucky with some decisions. Uh, early in the week, Grissom's called up. Yoo-hoo! We've got a rule where I can activate it, but I have to drop the player uh, that I'm replacing. DJ Stewart, man, he's terrible. He doesn't. He's hitting 150. Oh, I dropped Stewart and dropped three home runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now those uh, just those are deflating. I mean, yeah, and, and you know, earlier in the season, I had when when um when Gr- I think Grissom was called up earlier, or no, Vientos it was Vientos, mm. 
Um, I had to choose between activating Vientos. And if I did, I would have to drop someone. And I dropped Yuli Gurriel. Oh. Who hasn't been, you know. Oh, you, yeah, Yuli. But he's been better than Vientos. Yeah. Um, and now Vientos is hurt. So I get to bring up Mason Wynn, who I picked up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Mason Wynn called up. So what I'm saying is, if you have win, I apologize in advance. <laughs> now, having said all of this, if I had not done these boneheaded moves, my team would not be trying to reach the 60-point plateau to not lose Fab. It'd probably be about 61 points. I would be nowhere near uh, the top. Eric Halterman is in fourth. And I think uh, Ian Khan, Derek Hardy, and uh, are kind of jostling for the lead with Phil Hurts, like, don't forget about me, kind of right behind them in third. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Mason Wynn because he was stashed in this league a few weeks back, but he's yeah. going to be a hot pickup. Uh, top yeah. prospect for the Cardinals, probably going to be playing a lot down the stretch. They Look, they gamed it so that he's only on the roster for 45 days exactly, <laughs> and so he will uh, maintain his prospect. Right, they rookie need eligibility to, for next. Do they off don't do they need to temper the at bats too? Maybe. Um, I think though, with kind of maybe a day off a week or so, they should uh, in hitting ninth and yeah. team not scoring some runs. But I don't think they're going to let his. No, they will monitor um, that. Yeah, both for for their sake and the team. Well, they are the team for the player's sake and the team's sake because mm-hmm. the player, you know, w- wouldn't mind winning rookie of the year, but the team gets the draft pick too. Absolutely. Um, Charlie Blackman was added on a $0 ad. That's kind of a sneaky one, given that, you know, he's just not the Charlie Blackman of old, but get some games at Coors. And yeah, look, he's probably an upgrade over your fifth uh, outfielder in a league this deep, 16 teams. And Stone Garrett's been playing really well. He's picked up by Jake Letarski. Um, I mean, he's been red hot lately 10 for 21 over his last six games, two homers. Uh, yeah, it still seems like maybe he's you know short side platoon, but look, it's the Nats, so why not give him a bit of an expanded role? See what he's made of down the stretch here. Yeah, he did all that damage against the Red Sox. So yeah, anyway. that's right. Anyway, yeah, Stone Garrett, uh, Walker Bueller was a top pickup last week. Made it clear that he is uh, going to return as a starter. So yeah, well. kind of an X factor. We don't really know exactly what you know he'll be in returning from Tommy John, but uh, keep an eye out for him. Kerry Carpenter was the top pickup on CBS. I like that pick. Zach Geloff. Um, These guys were not available in stake, but some of the the most added on CBS. Chase Silsack. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's shown some upside here. Uh, Emerson Hancock, uh, not very good against the Royals, but he was another youngster promoted – and it fared well in his debut before struggling against the Royals. Well, it's the Royals, you know. You, you, you know, yeah. You, you just dismiss that because. Wait a minute, I have that backwards. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, Who was it? Um, so Matthew Libertor, eight strikeouts or seven, you know, seven Ks in eight innings against the Rays. Ah, he's got the athletics. It's time to start him. <laughs> Not so. That fast. didn't work out so well. Uh, pitching is so bizarre this year, isn't it? It really is, man. I've been trying to navigate it in a few leagues. And actually, in TGFBI, I'm um, sneaking up there now. I think I'm top. Let's see where I am. 34. I'm terrible. In the overall. So, we, Rotowire, shout out to the guys. Um, really good standing 
good showing this year. Across well, I'm the technically board. Masters ball, so I will not be bringing the curve down. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, you have a title under your belt, as I mentioned. Oh, but yeah, okay. good showing by guys we, like uh, Eric Segrist and James, of course, and uh, Scott Jenstad, Jeff. So. Yep. Another good uh, year for Rotowire and the TGFBI. And also wanted to shout out everybody at Rotowire just with the way, you know, they handled the trade deadline, all the aftermath. Yep. It's not an easy thing to stay on top of all this stuff. So. I am I am challenging in the Beta Zola League that Rotowire set up. Oh, yeah? Where yeah. are you in there? Second. I think I'm into the top 100 overall. Um, and nice. it's, it's, it's if you put arrows, the, the team has an up arrow. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Just wanted to mention another little, well, not a little piece of news if you have the guy. Bo Bichette expected back in the lineup tomorrow. So Yep, absolutely. That's a big one. I think if you're setting lineups in the NFBC, you, uh, even though he's not playing today, maybe he sits Sunday. Oh, That's that always moss. a possibility. I think he that moss. Away. Oh, that moss. What do you mean? Here. Oh, yeah. The kids, yeah. The kids call it moss. The flow. The flow. I think kids call it flow. But okay, Dennis Eckersley calls it Moss, who's okay. not a kid. But anyway, I, all right. All right, never mind. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that <laughs> Moss, that flow, whatever you want to call it. Well, that'll do it for pickups. Uh, let's get into the uh, Rival fantasy portion of the show. I'll tell you a little bit about Rival before we uh, talk about tonight's picks. Rival fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played. They brought new games to the ballpark this year that fantasy players won't find anywhere else. Rival Fantasy's games include Fantasy Bingo, head-to-head player challenges, and Fantasy Book, where users can select over-unders for two to five players. With games like this, daily fantasy has never been better. Right now, RotoWire listeners can get a $50 protected first play. That means if you win your first play, you keep your winnings. But if you lose your first entry, Rival Fantasy will fully refund you up to 50 bucks. Go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up and use code RotowireMLB at sign up. Deposit a minimum of $25 to get your first entry on Rival protected up to $50. Todd, um, let's talk a little bit about Rival Fantasy and uh, tonight's picks. I'm going to just throw out some of my just head-to-head challenge picks. and This one, I think, is pretty easy. Watch it be... Watch it burn me this week. But Gavin Williams versus Tariq Skubal. Uh, I'm taking Gavin Williams all day, every day. That guy's been on a tear lately. 33 strikeouts over his last 21 innings. He's got a 1.29 ERA, 0.95 whip over that stretch. Uh, yeah, as mentioned, the 33 Ks. 33 to 7, K to walk only one homer allowed. So, the you know, we knew this guy was a top prospect. But it really seems like this Cleveland Guardians pitching factory is, uh, you know, at peak form once again with the way Williams and Bybee and others are pitching. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think most people would side with me and watch. You know, it could be a trap because you know Tariq Skubal is not a total scrub. But uh, with this head-to-head challenge, I'm going to take uh, Gavin Williams. No, I agree, and especially because Skubal's a strikeout pitcher, and the Indians do not strike out a ton. Guardians. Yeah. Guardians, Guardians. So um, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there, and I may be saying the word, um, I'm I'm doing the bingo to change it up a bit. So I may be mm-hmm. saying the name Gavin Williams myself. Can you tell me a little bit about the the bingo game they have? Because I have not played that. 
this is I'm this is my first venture into it, and I think it's gonna be a little bit addicting. Mm-hmm. Um, what you do is you choose a lineup of three pitchers, three infielders, and three outfielders, and a utility or two utilities, kind of blind in that. I mean, you're looking for players that are going to do well, obviously. But then what happens is after you choose your players, you're given a bingo card with a bunch of achievements on it. You know, stolen base, three-run homer. I don't I need I haven't played enough to know exactly the array of potential achievements. Oh, that does sound fun. Yeah. So if you it, I mean, you get and you get a you cost a buck per card, and then cards that get every single achievement get a certain portion of the pool. If you get five in a row, like bingo, you get a proportion of the pool as well. So, what I don't know yet is exactly what the different achievements might be. You know, do I want, I, I assume. But I kind of want to move, work in a stolen base guy because maybe maybe there's a stolen base achievement. So I want to uh, choose a player that is likely to get me some steals. You know, I know I obviously I just want to choose pitchers that are going to strike guys out and get wins. And I don't think there are any negative achievements there. If there are, well, then I'll I'll learn that next time. So I'm just basically cho- and there's no salary constraints. So I'm just choosing players what I feel are pretty good matchups. Um, I mentioned Gavin Williams. I, I choosing him as one of my pitchers. I do, and I do. I another reason I like that matchup is it is a double header. And I think it's the end of a resum a resumed game. Possibly no, no. It, I think it's yesterday's, is it a double header? It's yesterday's postponement. Oh right, right, right. But so, it's a makeup. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a makeup of yesterday's. Right. Yeah. So the Guardians. Uh, I mean, the, the Tigers are starting a lefty and a righty. So I think you're going to get a heavy platoon matchup against Scooble and against uh, against the Tigers. But the uh, the Guardians are starting two right-handers. So I think Detroit may, may not have the strongest lineup in there because they may want to get, like, everybody playing. Mm-hmm. So Williams may face a little bit of a lesser lineup. So I'm gonna I have Williams in there. I got Spencer Strider because it's Spencer Strider. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's and kind then, of well, it's really almost impossible to pass him up when he's on the board, it feels yeah, like. Especially if they're a strikeout um yeah. on the card. And I should, you know, if I could fill this in quickly, I can actually see my card, I think. And I took I chose Brian Bayo just because um listen, yeah, I like block. that. It's a buck. Let's just have some fun. I don't exactly and the Yankees know right now. <laughs> yeah, My and God. it's the Yankees, so I don't know exactly what it is that I should be tilting for, as far as um, uh, what it is. I'm, you know, again, what what it is I'm looking for as far as accomplishments. But it's Brian, ba- you know, it's it's like it's root for him. All right, real quick. My infielders: Freddie Freeman, Pete Alonso, and Corbin Carroll. I mean, Corbin Carroll's an outfielder, so it's two infielders: Freddie Freeman and Pete Alonso, looking for some power. I get Corbin Carroll and Fernando Tatis as my outfielders. Maybe I, if, if, if uh, I'm looking for a guy as a utility that I think may steal some bases, I don't see any kind of like overwhelming, well, he's all he does is steal sort of player. So I'll look, uh, I should spend more time. All right, there's, there's a guy named Acuna. I'll choose him. 
That's um, probably a good one. If you need yeah. to, yeah, if you're looking to check that box in bingo, <laughs> yeah, I think that's I will, a good ta- one. I will take Acuna. Um, uh, I, I should know more about the pitching. The games are in Colorado, right? I think they're still in Colorado. Yeah, because I plugged uh, Ben and Tendi into one of my. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna click on Lewis Robert just because it's Colorado. Nice. And I'm gonna I'm gonna see if this I'm gonna see if I actually can get my um uh bingo card. Why don't we go on a little? You know, you got sure sure. You're gonna tell us about rival, and maybe I can get my bingo card while you're telling us about him. Well, I just want to say I mentioned the Yankees. They're two and eight in their last ten. Uh, they've fallen under 500. I think latest in the season since I don't know, like 20 years maybe. Uh, that they've been under 500 this late in the season. Pretty wild that they are in this spot. So yeah, Luis, uh, I'm sorry, Johnny Brito tonight. Yep. Um, even in Yankee Stadium, the Red Sox favorite here. So I like the the Brian Bayo call. Here's a head-to-head challenge on rival that's a little tougher than the last one. Still includes Gavin Williams, but Gavin Williams tonight. Who will score more fantasy points, him, Gavin Williams, or Pablo Lopez against the Pirates? Uh, Minnesota favorite at home, minus 225, so big favorites at home against Andre Jackson and the Pittsburgh Pirates. I actually may lean Pablo there as much as I like uh, Gavin Williams tonight. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, okay. Yeah, I think that's a, it's, that's close. Yeah, It really is. Um but yeah, these they have a lot of these challenges. You know, Jose Barrios versus Tariq Skubal. Uh, you can skip certain challenges if you don't want to want to play them. So a lot right. of rotating faces there, and uh, yeah, a fun kind of new platform to play on. Always looking for new ways to play the game we love. Yep. So anything else uh, rival on your mind here? Uh no. Not, I mean, again, we want a little bit of a break from the general, um, you know, every week we're used to playing fantasy book. Mm. So it was just in, in that way. And like I said, this can get addicting because, um, you know, it's just if, if, you, if you don't know exactly what it is you're looking for, hey, I'm just going to choose some players and have, you know, have, have a little fun. Now, um, I can't figure out how to get my, my bingo card to say what I'm looking for. But that's fine. We can well next week. I'll be playing a little bit more, so we can talk about a little more detail next week. Well, let me tell you about another one of our sponsors here, real quick, uh, before we move on to two start pitchers for next week. Our friends from Home Run Index. We know the weather can impact how far a ball can fly, but we never know what all that heat and humidity or cold air is really doing to the ball. The Home Run Forecast Index gives us an easy way to determine how good or bad the air is for ball flights. The index is calculated using uh, by measuring stadium-specific weather conditions and is displayed on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the most unfavorable for good ball flight and 10 indicating the most favorable air. There is a strong correlation between the index and the number of runs scored per game and the number of home runs hit. Games that have the highest index, 10 for the whole game, average over 10 runs and 2.8 homers, over the course of the year. An index is created for each game so you can see what it will be in any stadium and how the weather's influence might change over the course of the game as well as the wind direction. Right now you can get access to the HRF premium site for only $5 a month and see what the index will look like for every hour of every game. Go to homerunforecast.com now to sign up. We appreciate their sponsorship. 
And uh, now, Todd, we'll move on to two start pitchers for next week. And I have my card. Oh yeah, real quick. Just I mean, greater than three runs, a walk, uh, one hit and two walks, uh, reached on an error, reached on an error, triple. So it's just different outcomes, and I don't know if you can actually plan for it. But again, I think you just want to mix it up, and it, they go by position: center field, left field, right field. So I, I luckily luckily have got all covered. Although what I don't know is if the positions were generated before or, you know, according to my card or not, because it's not like I've got a third baseman needs to do this and I have no third baseman on my team. Hmm. So it may, you know, but um, it's, it's so, yeah. Anyway. um, You're going to have to let us know how that goes because I haven't played that one yet. Yeah, no, I will. I will definitely uh, let let everybody know. I guess I'm going to play a few more times and we'll talk about it next week. Awesome. Well, two star pitchers for next week, the week of August 21st. So we are, um, we are hitting the stretch run here. So uh, a lot of uh, category points up for grabs down the stretch and we will scratch and claw for those points. All right. August 21st, follow along with us. If you can at rotowire.com, you can customize the grid start on August 21st. 21st uh, show <laughs> starters. And so the Diamondbacks have one of those weird Wednesday off days. Are they playing like a little, uh, well, they're playing the Rangers to start the week then versus Cincinnati for four. So, okay. So we're thinking maybe, okay, Ch- uh, Slade Ciccone, but then with that off day, probably Zach Gallon. So that's a, that's an easy one to start. Zach Gallon's a five. Yeah. Now, Yes, he is. Um, I, I, I tweeted it out. I think it, he had a really nice name last night, but 14 of the 19 balls in play he gave up were a hard hit. It's just one of those games where everything went at somebody. Mm-hmm. But, he, I mean, he, he got, got the win. So it was just one of those games. Yeah, one of the top performers earlier in the year, one of the big surprise performers is Bryce Elder. Things were going poorly, though, for him uh, for a stretch. He had a six-start stretch from July 9th to August 10th, in which he had a 7.94 ERA. But I guess the uh, the cure to a pitcher's ails right now is the New York Yankees because he ran into the Yankees and had a bounce back, just a one-hitter over seven innings. Um Still hard to nail down this guy because he's kind of wildly inconsistent uh, from start to start. Not wildly, but he definitely has some down moments. He's 24 and threw 159 innings last year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the rookie wall is a thing. Plus, I don't know that he was technically a rookie with 54 innings. I don't know what the service time was. Mm. But but I think it's just one of those things. Um, what were the matches on my computer? I, so I for Bryce Elder, it's going to be home against the Mets, then at San Francisco. Oh, that's not even, that's not, I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad at all. No. Um, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking a three. I can't go four, I don't think. No, I can't either. But yeah, three, I think three's fair. He he's seems still like not striking a, guys out. He's still not striking guys out. Yeah, that's true. He seems like a rock solid three. Like, seems like you could 
pencil him in as a three every week for the next like four years. I mean, but we'll see. In Atlanta, they're facing David Peterson and Ross Stripling. So you know, give me five, and we'll get the re- we'll get the win for you. So no two star pitchers for Baltimore. They they've moved to a six man, haven't they? Right. We don't yeah. know exactly how long. We're assuming it's another week. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Irvin, you know, kind of needs to pitch himself out of the spot, and he hasn't done it yet. And it's kind of wild. They have Tyler Wells too, who's just kind of nowhere to be found. Well, he did they. What's up he, with him? He was, was sent that? to the minors. He was terrible. But they are getting. They're trying to get him back on track. They, I would yeah, not. Yeah. It's one of those guys you don't want to. I'm not giving up on him. Uh, I'm not holding him in mixed leagues. But there's yeah. a chance that he's, he comes back up. But I think I think it's just, just Irvin has just uh, hasn't hasn't pitched himself out of a job. Uh, Wells has not thrown. Oh, that's the major league. Uh, the twelfth. So a week ago, he's only going three and a third, three and a third, mm-hmm. uh, three strikeouts, two strikeouts, two. I mean, maybe he was working on some things, and maybe they let him get stretched out next game, and we'll we'll get a better feel, which may even be tonight. Looking at the numbers, uh, we may get a better feel. But um, what's what's? I know he's not. I know he doesn't have two starts, but Irvin lately, I mean, in his return, he fan fan six. In five innings, and it was the Mariners who strike out left and right, but you still got to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, well, it's I, just, yeah, they got six guys in there yeah. and they have Wells too, kind of just yeah. sitting yeah. there. But, uh, yeah. don't look now, but you know, even though his ERA is still, you know, well over five for the season, Grayson Rodriguez, yes, seems to yeah. be coming into his zone. Uh, yeah, he's found it over his last five starts. He has a two, three, five ERA. 26 to 9 K to walk in 30 and two thirds innings. So, uh, yep. some bumps in the road early, but it seems like he's kind of stabilized as a member of that rotation. So, that's big for them, especially as they, you know, they're very much in the mix. So, uh, he could be a big part of that postseason rotation. Yep. Uh, I think maybe it'd be Brad, uh, Bradish. I'm trying to think how they'd line up for a postseason series. Maybe Bradish, Flaherty, Grayson. Probably at this point, but you know, you know, Gibson being the fourth, it's not built. I've you know been saying this. It's not a playoff built rotation. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a 162 game built rotation, unless of course Rodriguez steps up and and Flaherty finds himself, which I don't know that will happen. But you know, it's just I'm not I'm not counting on the Orioles advancing too far until they get another until they get an ace mm-hmm. and they may have it but he's just not there yet yeah a lot will ride on those young arms there and and jack flaherty's arm we'll see how far they can go uh but yeah since they have six men in that rotation and only six games next week no two-star pitchers for baltimore and then for boston tanner hauk returning we have him penciled in he made another rehab start on uh what was that wednesday so yeah four innings 59 pitches um, good for his fantasy value that he's back in that rotation, but I, I don't know. You know he's got to go at Houston versus the Dodgers. So I honestly, I'd prefer to wait and, you know, not stretched out. So mm, I may have to only go one on Hulk this week. I, I think that might be generous, mm. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Those are not easy matchups. Yeah. yeah this for is, a guy coming is, back. Yeah. This is why the Red Sox needed to do better against Detroit, Kansas City, and Washington, not necessarily in that order, 
because of this week, Houston and the Dodgers. Anyway. Yeah, it's not a fun week <laughs> to navigate. Uh, what about James Paxton, though, with those two matchups at Houston versus the Dodgers? You feel better about him, but uh, mm, these I'm matchups. Go, yeah, zero and three. Oh, so you got zero on Hauk? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm waiting and seeing. I, I can't. Okay. Yeah, no, th- these matchups are too. We're at the point of the season where I don't think you can afford a mistake. I got you. That makes yeah. sense. So, th- yeah, I'm with you on three. Uh, so the Cubs, they had that setback with Marcus Stroman. So it sounds like they're leaning toward going with Drew Smiley back in that rotation, but I saw David Ross left open the possibility that maybe it's Hayden Wesneski. Yeah, it, so. it, it could be a piggyback scenario. Yeah. Smiley will probably pitch those games. Whether or not he starts or not remains to be seen. And it might not be a true opener. It may just be a piggyback scenario. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so tentative, tentatively, we have Javier Assad and Drew Smiley in that rotation. <sighs> um Assad's not really a guy I'd given any consideration to to, to date. Um, um, quality start his last time out. I was going to say, uh, check yeah. out what he's done. Not just last yeah. time out. Six last and time. then seven the start before. Yeah, and it's Detroit and Pittsburgh. Jeez, yeah. So I'm not – I know, listen, I'm not saying he's going to win you your league, but – Should be I on mean, a waterfall or two. I think he should be on a waterfall, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to go two. What do you say on Assad? I'm going to go – He's not striking out a ton. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go one mm-hmm. more. I'm going to go three, and it's going to be matchup based. You just plused one me at the uh, draft plus one. Table. Yeah, you went plus one on me. I get it. Uh, maybe keep that in mind when you're setting your bids uh, this weekend if you want. Assad, who, yeah, has given some surprising length lately. I True Smiley with these matchups even, I mean, he's been a disaster. Oh, so he's been I, terrible. I'm, I'm going to go zero. I'm gonna go one. Uh, I'm gonna give him a complimentary one. Uh, the matchups. Um, yes, I'm gonna go one. I, I mean, just because there's gonna be a, there is a scenario I'm that desperate that I need. Maybe, maybe I don't care about ratio, and I only care about wins and strikeouts. But you said we're at the point where you can't make a mistake. But you're right that you know it's different from league to league. Maybe there's a league where you can afford a mistake to your ratios if you're chasing. Yeah wins yeah. or something like yeah. that it's all about context where you're at in your specific league uh my guy graham ashcraft at the angels then at arizona so he's on the road for two he's another guy who's had a roller coaster season and yeah. well he's on, been on the a good swing lately in fact man he's been just lights out lately 217 era dating back to june 30th now, it does seem like it's pretty flukely, uh, fluky, and it could fall apart at any second. But the way he's been pitching, I think I'm going to give him a th- solid three. Yeah. Absolutely. Seven <laughs> innings, seven innings, eight innings. Yeah. Not, the strikeouts aren't there. I mean, with the way I, he's been pitching, you, you think, oh, this guy's not a four. But the three I, yeah. reflects some you know the regression monster looming, and and the fact that he's not mowing guys down with a strikeout. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I, I'm three. No two star pitchers for the Cleveland Guardians, and then Ty Block's going to be an easy zero, right? Even on the road, yes. Yeah, I can't see that. Oh, Tuki Toussaint, uh, Mike Clevenger. This White Sox team is uh, 
disaster, but so are the matchups. Yes, versus Seattle. Well, Seattle strikes out a ton. Versus Seattle versus Oakland. That's pretty nice. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. Very nice matchups. Yeah. I still don't know if I. I maybe I'd give Tucson a one. I'm going one and two. For two on Clevenger. Yeah, I'm still not convinced, but I mean, again, these matchups are so juicy. You can't, you know, you have to give them something. And mm-hmm. am I going to go higher? You know what? Looking at Clevenger, I am going to go three. You're going to go three. He's up to 13 strikeouts in 13 innings this past two games. So I am going to go three. Okay. Um, Alex Fajardo. Can't really see it versus the Cubs versus Houston. I'm going to go zero there. I think. I if we were talking Reese Olsen, I would spout some under the hood numbers. But yeah, it's not, I was. I saw yeah. some of those were kind of encouraging. Yeah, it's but it's not Olsen, so we'll save those yeah. and we we'll, we'll, we'll keep it quick and go zero. Yeah, and then Jose or Keedy for Houston versus Boston at Detroit. Uh, returned with kind of a stinker, but then he bounced back um, in his second start back from the IL. So he was, yeah, his first, you know, he returned after several months off, only went three and a third, gave up five earned runs, but then against the Angels, one earned run over five, seven Ks. So he has battled gopheritis throughout his career, big time, uh, Urquidy, but versus Boston at Detroit, I think I'm going to give him a three here. Um, I'm going to go oh, Detroit. All right. I'm going to go three, but I'm thinking two. Mm. I got gotcha. you. What he about wasn't, he wasn't that great early in the season? Before no, he, he really there. wasn't. Yeah. He definitely had some struggles early. Um, I guess I'm optimistic that with better health, he will. Uh, yeah. Be but who's to say what he would have done. So I, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two. I'm still going to do it. Yeah. So Alec Marsh uh, worked as a primary his last time out, went five. So he's throwing, you know, 97 pitches his last time out, then 91 his start before. Uh, it's pretty wild, though. He was able to work around the walks before, but at Oakland, at Seattle. I want to go zero, but those matchups have me leaning one. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with, exactly with you. Okay, cool. Uh, next up, we have, well, the Angels. We talked about Nolan Shanuel earlier. If you missed it, they called up uh, their first pick from this year's draft less than six weeks after drafting him. Pretty wild stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, again, no two-star pitchers for them. But then for the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, it's going to be a five, right, at Cleveland, at Boston. Yep. Although they, uh, with the playoffs, you know, looming, they, they seem to be taking it pretty easy on Kershaw. He only threw uh, – well, he got the win, but he only threw 71 pitches his last time out. Yeah, I happened and to be 67 to start yeah. before. Sorry I was watching that game, and that they, the, the announcers seem to think that'll be the, the play is if it looks like the Dodgers have the game in hand and, they, you know, the bullpen to back them up, they will not be extending Kershaw. Um, so I agree, but even so, um, I still – I mean, I think that he is still a uh, a five. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, if it's tight or if the game's still tied, they'll afford him a little bit more leash. Um, yes, I think they will. But I guess after the injury, you know, and with the playoffs, the bigger, uh, the more important piece, I, I get why they're. Yeah, I think they have the kid him. gloves on still. 
they want to keep him sharp for the leverage situations because those will occur in the playoffs. So, yep. All right. Before we finish up, let's pause briefly one last time. Take care of one last piece of business here with some words from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the show. Clay Link and Todd Zola here of Rotowire going through the two-star pitches for next week, the week of August 21st. And we got some easy ones here. Uh, Brewers have two days off, so no two-star pitches for them. And for Miami, Johnny Cueto's got to be a zero. Uh, does he? I guess. he he's gonna He sneaks in a good outing when you don't expect it. Yeah. I just, but, it's, yeah, I, I don't think career you, stage for Johnny Cueto just too volatile for me. No, I agree. But I just, I, I just know he's going to have, I just know he's going to have a good game because that's, that's what he does. Um, he's given up four, four, three, four runs in five, you know, in five, more, at least five innings. I mean, it's just okay. 
So um, does that mean that it's a one? Because it's if he gives it three or four runs in five or six innings, the team, you know what? That the team is still in it. So there's a one. I'm gonna give him a one. You're gonna give Quato a one. Yeah, I talked myself into it. Okay. Okay. Well, next up we have uh, your guy Bailey Ober for the Minnesota Twins. He's going to be at Milwaukee versus Texas. By the way, with Minnesota, we'll see if they get Joe Ryan back next week. He has been cleared to begin a rehab assignment, Joe Ryan. So, uh, beginning that tonight with Triple A St. Paul. Maybe he'll need another start. And he won't be back next week, but possibility. So who who comes out of the rotation? Um... Um, oh, uh, 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 Keiko. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He was he was holding on by a thread anyway. Oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, Bailey Ober at Milwaukee versus Texas. Don't love it. Yeah, I don't love that either. I think I'm gonna go. Hmm. He feels like a three to me, but is that low? No, because strikeouts. He's yeah. He, he's he is a strike. Well, he did get nine against Detroit, but you and I can strike out nine <laughs> against Detroit. Um, the strikeouts are up and down. Uh, I'm gonna say three as well. He's given up a homer in six straight games, two of which he's given up two homers. So uh, yeah, there's some risk there. I'm using him, but it's a three. You know, last year and even coming into this year, I. I had some hopes for David Peterson. I like grabbing him late in drafts, and uh, it has been a disaster for him. And he's got to go against Atlanta. Atlanta's just absurd, especially in the first inning. So I'm going to go zero. I just I can't do it with David Peterson right now. I think if Peterson were like in the rotation and he's in the rotation, mm-hmm. I think he would have grown over the past couple of years. But I think and he's in been the in role, and out and up yeah. and down. Yeah. Yeah. And just the team mentality, the team context is just the move, you know, whatever. I, I think that it's, it's not all David Peterson. I think some of it's contextual, but I mm-hmm. agree. Um, I, I don't want, you know, I, even though Otani's a, a left-handed batter, uh, you know, he does get the angels at the end of the week. Might we see, might we see Trout by that point? Gosh, I, I doubt it because, you know, he gave a little bit of an update recently that he's, you know, he's been happy with his progress, but he doesn't have a timetable. So Yeah, I, I mean, he was taking batting practice and. Yeah, so that's true. Maybe I'm a little bit over my skis as far as when to expect Mike Trout. I think we have September, which mm-hmm. I mean, the weekend is the 27th. Yeah, we've got the 25th. Um, so I guess it's possible. But, you know, it's not as – well, I'm using Peterson because there's no Mike Trout. Well, and that doesn't make sense. Never um, looking too far ahead, yeah. I hear <laughs> yeah. That. Well, for the Yankees, Carlos Rodon uh, threw a five-inning simulated game this past Wednesday. So, it looks like he will probably just – you know, that'll be it for him. No rehab assignments uh, from the left hamstring strain. So, he'll come back. At least that's what we're projecting. Tuesday against Washington at home, then at Tampa Bay. I mean, he's such a good guy when he's healthy that I I don't want to go zero, so I'm going to go one, but it's, you know, with the way he's been pitching and the injuries. I'm going for that. I'm, I'm going to go two for that very reason Oh, okay. because the matchups aren't terrible. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm with you in that, I mean, you expect five. 
Yeah, he's I mean, like I mean, a five pitcher when he's on. But yeah, you you expect five innings, and that even you know even you can't even say anymore. Unfortunately, for the Yankees' point of view, you know the the bullpen will the bullpen will lock it down. I'm not so sure that they will anymore. Yeah, very true. Well, for the Oakland A's, yeah. Kyle, Kyle Muller <laughs> and uh, Paul Blackburn. Now Muller's going to be a zero for me, but with Blackburn versus KC, then at the White Sox. Yeah, I would consider trotting uh, Paul Blackburn out. Again, I'm going to go zero on Muller, but I think Blackburn, I may give a two here. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of making dumb dumb noises in the background with Muller. He's another guy that, oh, I'm all over him. I get to learn. I said this on him last year and it didn't work. I can like pitchers and expect them, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, to have good seasons, but so don't have him in your lineup in April. <laughs> If even if you lose some good starts, mm-hmm. because let's let's prove it first. Don't ruin your season with Kyle Muller before it even begins. Be be bummed out because you lost a good start or two, mm-hmm. then as opposed to because your team's out of contention in April. Anyway, I'm with you. Well, Where I you remember spend? earlier in the year you were saying that you were kind of more aggressive. So were you maybe going to reverse course on that early next year? Um, are you still going to be aggressive with your? I, I think a selective. What's it? What, what was the? Uh, what was John Cena? Controlled aggressions. What? What, what was it? Ruthless aggression. Ruthless. Yes. Yeah, so it's the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> controlled aggression. Ruthless aggression. I'm yeah, going control. Was... Controlled aggression. Um, By the way, I think uh, Cash Wheeler was displaying some uh, ruthless aggression on the road. I hear. Oh, I, I didn't. I don't. I do not know. I. Uh, are you watching? Um, are you watching Heels on Showtime? No, is it good? It's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't the latest one yet. I mean, I really liked. Uh, it's not bad. I really like what was the all girls show on uh, Netflix? Oh, I don't see it. I don't have Netflix. I do have Showtime. I don't have Netflix. Oh, oh, Glow. Okay, I thought Glow yeah. was pretty funny. But I've not seen uh, Heels. I, I saw AJ Lee was in an episode. I was tempted to maybe check Well, it out. C, uh, CM Punk is like a former wrestler turned announcer. So, oh, I, I see. I'm not a big punk guy anymore, but uh, <laughs> I, I respect his wife. Um, all right. Zach Wheeler's a five, right? Yeah. Where's, he's not, I mean, it's now Cy Young candidate Zach Wheeler. Yeah. We've gone from disappointing Zach Wheeler to. If he just, if he's just, I'll take, well, the National League pitching is down a bit and there's been some injuries, other, maybe Spencer Strider, but it's like Wheeler's not doing anything special. He's just being Zach Wheeler, but mm-hmm. nothing else has, has risen above him. True. Uh, a guy I don't think will ever be uh, competing for Cy Young, but maybe there's something there. Bailey Falter, the uh, Pirates are taking a look at him after the Phillies kind of dumped him. Uh, I I get why because you know in past years he kind of had some buzz and showed flashes past two years, so they're giving him a look. He is zero and seven with a four eight six ERA versus St. Louis versus the Cubs. Because I saw flashes in the past, I may go one, but it's kind of like a points league one. I'm gonna go zero because I agree with the flashes, but I have not seen it this year. Yeah, they haven't been there this year. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about uh, Johan Oviedo? Have, Do you consider have seen, him? Have seen the flashes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna say two, and curious yeah. to see where my rankings come out. 
wonder whatever happened to Luis Ortiz, by the way. Or if uh, I mean they sent him down, and I kind of thought we'd see him again, Luis. Yeah, Ortiz I'm kind of glad we don't, because I don't have to get my Luis Ortiz's confused with my V lookups. <laughs> yeah, I think this is Luis L Ortiz. I yeah, don't quote I me. I mean, even that. even the Zach Thompson you mentioned earlier, I could have asked which one, the K yeah, or the H. True. I assume you meant the St. Louis. The player anyway. pool yeah. is uh, wildly big <laughs> in baseball. Okay, uh, finishing things up here. Uh, Blake Snell, do you think he's a Cy Young candidate? Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned this on Twitter last night, and I, I what I was told was the young younger crowd and the gamers already knew this, but he had one of those in-game interviews. He wasn't playing, you, you know, whatever. The guy's a riot. Yeah, he is. He's got a funny kind of laid-back personality. Oh, they, I mean, they, they had a Dorner Cello and Mudcat Grant uh, bobblehead. And he's playing with it and, and just goofing on it and stuff. I I mean, again, like I said on Twitter, people wrote back and said, everybody know, you know, I'm, I'm late to the dance on this one. But I, he was funny. Yeah, I like I like his personality. I think Spore maybe, like, plays or has played, like, uh, MLB The I Show with him surprised. on Twitch. And, yeah, they're probably buds. Yeah, I think they know each other and maybe friends. That's pretty cool. He does seem like a... I mean, it's maybe not the traditional charisma you'd expect, but he's got this kind of fun personality. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no two-star pitchers for the Seattle Mariners. I really wish uh, Luis Castillo had a better record than 9-7 and seven with how well he's pitched, but uh, I'll live with it. Uh, Ross Stripling, you know, he'd kill for nine wins. He doesn't <laughs> have a single one. Uh, I had him picked up because for a stretch he was pitching okay. And he's at Philly, uh, at Philly versus Atlanta. I think I'm going to go one, but I don't feel great about it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, exactly. I almost feel better if he was an open uh, primary. Yeah, totally. Uh, Matthew Liberatore, you mentioned that he kind of lured some people in, then had a stinker at <laughs> Pittsburgh, at Philly. Hmm, would you go back to that well? Probably a my mouth almost said two, but I, my brain said stop. Uh, I'm going to say one. I don't think I'm, I'm not saying zero. So I guess I'll just say one. At Pitt is kind of, I think I might give two, but I'll yeah, I, I, well. I can see it, but I'm not going to do it. Maybe Mason Wynn could help a little bit at short. Maybe. We'll Maybe. Uh, Zach Littell, he's a starter now and he's home against Colorado. Home against the Yankees. So if Zach Littell's still out there, I'd be making a bid on him. I was going to say three. It feels a little high, but with Colorado, I'm going to stick by it. I'm going to stick. I would. I, uh, yes, three. Three for me. Okay. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, what say you on him at Arizona, at Ooh. Minnesota? This could be a sneaky four. Yeah? I, some people may say, Parker. I'm going to go four. Yeah, I think so, too. I, mean, the I was Arizo- just up in uh, Minnesota, by the way, last weekend. Yeah, the Arizona lineup is now have has more right-handers than we thought they would with Pham and Guriel, and um, I think that's it. But it's still, well, Walker, but he's always been there. Um, I know it's you know a couple days ago, and he's not that big of a deal. But Carson Kelly DFA caught me off guard. I know he hasn't played that well, but it still caught me off guard a little bit. 
Yeah, and with that, no pieces remaining from the Paul yeah. Goldschmidt trade. Yeah, How about yeah, that? Imagine that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, now here's a surprise. You say Kikuchi? Saw people comparing him to you know this year's Robbie Ray, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know he's kind of <laughs> kind of similar in that he does walk a pretty fine line. What does Silver uh, say? Yeah, I think Silver said that. <laughs> Rob Silver. Did he? Was it Rob? I think it was Rob. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then I then I agree. I didn't want to name drop him because I do that enough already. But, uh, you know, Kikuchi, let's see here. Uh, four straight quality starts, and he didn't allow a run in his start before that. So he's just been – let's see here. Since the All-Star break, uh, six outings. He has a one two nine ERA, even one zero zero whip. Uh, 36 to 8k to walk no home runs allowed so he's gonna give up a few homers eventually at baltimore versus i mean i think i can't go five i was thinking about going five i'll go four no i think i think that's i think that's good i think that's right six six seven six as far as innings go mm-hmm. dodgers were in there baltimore was in there I think you, I think he needs to you need we need to show him some respect as far as that goes but what so a leap go for him i mean he was right like now, a z- one borderline zero at the start of the season. Yeah. The red to me when you know Robbie like Robbie Ray means throw it down the middle and see where it goes. I don't think that's the comparison. Mm-hmm. I just think it's the where the you know the getting well, the you know wild what? lefty. Yeah, but Kikuchi's walks have really not been an issue all season. You know, he went through that one stretch in three games in May, four five two. But other than that, it's been. The walks have been fine. So anyway, whatever. Um, four. <laughs> Move on. We seem to have lost clay. Am I supposed to say intelligent things? What about now? Can you hear me? I hear you now. Seems like this mic got disconnected somehow. Yeah, it was my jinxing telling you how great you sounded to begin. <laughs> and you sound great again. Well, all right. Well, we got the internal mic at least to finish things off today. That was really weird. I don't know what happened to this. I didn't wasn't really touching it, but well that's it. it was, at least we got through the show before it happened. Absolutely. No, we did. All right, so let's recap. Two-star pitchers for next week. Zach Gallon's a five, obviously. Rice Elder, a three. Tanner Houck, I say one, Todd, zero. James Paxton, three. Javier Assad, I say two, Todd, three. Drew Smiley, I say zero, Todd, one. Graham Ashcraft, three. Ty Block, zero. Tukey Toussaint, one. Mike Clevenger, I say two, Todd, three. Alex Fiedo, zero. Jose Urquidy, three. Alec Marsh, one. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, five. Johnny Cueto, I say zero. Todd, one. Bailey Ober, three. David Peterson, zero. Carlos Rodon, I say one. Todd, two. Kyle Muller, zero. Excuse me. Paul Blackburn, two. Zach Wheeler, five. Bailey Falter, I say one, Todd, zero. Johan Oviedo, two. Blake Snell, five. Ross Stripling, 
one, Matthew Liberatore. I say two, Todd one, Zach Littell, three, Jordan Montgomery, four, and Yusei Kikuchi, four. Well, we endured a little bit of a technical bump here at the end, but good show otherwise. Todd, anything else on your mind today? Yeah, I got a Z files up if uh, people are interested in checking that out. And uh, check myself and Eric Halterman out on MLB Network Radio tomorrow, the Saturday edition. There is still fantasy baseball on the radio. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, it's uh, people say it's raining. Uh, it, it's the dog days of August out in New England. It's the dogging, raining cats and dogs raid days of August. Is it raining a lot? There? Wet. Oh, it's been wet, wet, wet out here. Hmm. So I'm inside with a roof, so I'm good. Oh, we could use a little of that over here in Wisconsin, I think. Well, great stuff, Todd. Appreciate it. We will be back with you guys next week. Hope you'll join us then on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.